that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with it. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? It's your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing all right. A Texas teen girl who was subject to an Amber Alert charged with murder. Another suspect is at large. All right, a 17-year-old Texas girl who was the subject of an Amber Alert on Friday has been charged in the murder of a 21-year-old man while another suspect remains at large, police said. Investigators in Garland, a suburb of Dallas, said two people of interest were identified in the August 29th death of Arterio Pena, a Mesquite resident. Warrants for murder were issued for Natalie Navarro, a 21-year-old, and Yordi Martinez. An Amber Alert was issued for Navarro after after she disappeared from an apartment complex. After she disappeared from her apartment complex and was later found by police officers. And then authorities said she is currently safe and she is in custody. Martina is Martinez is still being sought and wanted for a murder. All right, so um, that's the only details they got for that. A 17-year-old Texas girl who was subject for an Amber Alert on a Friday has been charged with murder of a 21-year-old man with another suspect remain, remaining at large. Okay, investigators in Garland, a suburb out of Dallas, said two people were of interest were identified in the August 29th death of Arterio Pena, a Mesquite resident. Warrants for the murder were issued for Natalie Navarro and then and 21-year-old Yardi Martinez. That's the only information I see for that one right there. All right, moving along. U.S. warns of ISIS returns. You hear me, everybody? The U.S. is warning that ISIS could return. As critics accuse Syria's Syria, I'm going to say it like that, Syria, a side of steering ethnic tensions. All right, U.S. military officials have called for an end to the escalating civil war in Syria over concerns that it could lead to a resurgence of ISIS, while critics accuse some regional leaders including those in Iran, of leaning on ethnic tensions to drive the fighting. Operations inherent resolve continues to closely monitor events in northeast Syria. Combined Joint Task Force Operation Inherent Inherent Resolve wrote in a statement released on Thursday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to think about what I saying, what I'm reading to you. Operation Inherent Resolve wrote a statement on Thursday, all right? It's an operation. U.S. military officials have called for an end to escalate civil war in Syria over concerns that it could lead to a resurgence of ISIS. While critics accuse some regional leaders, including those in Iran, of leaning, leaning onto ethnic tensions to drive the fighting. Right. Okay, so 
the um, Operation Inherent Resolve wrote a statement released on Thursday using the Arabic acronym called Daesh to refer to ISIS. The statement continued, we remain focused on working with the Syrian Defense Forces to ensure the enduring defeat of Daesh in support of regional secretary and stability. Distractions from this critical work create instability and increase the risk of Daesh resurgence. The violence in the northeast Syria must cease and the effort return to creating peace and stability in northeast Syria, free from the threat of Daesh, it added. Fighting between rival groups in east Syria broke out on Monday, leaving at least 40 dead and dozens wounded. Fighting, the fighting continued on Thursday with clashes along the border with Iraq as both sides looked to bring in reinforcements. Right, fighting between rival groups in East Syria broke out on Monday, leaving at least 40 people dead and dozens wounded. And then the fighting continued on Thursday with clashes along the border with Iraq as both sides looked to bring in more reinforcements. The Associated Press news sources reported that the Syrian Democratic Forces, SDF, dismissed Ahmad Kabil better known as Abu Kowala or Abu Kwala, and arrested him on a number of charges related to multiple crimes and violations, including drug trafficking. Kabil was also removed over coordination with external entities hostile to the revolution. Apparently, a reference to his purported contacts with the Syrian government in Damascus and its Iranian and Russian allies, a new outlet associated with Kuala issued a statement Sunday claiming that the Kurdish security forces shut down the office and detained journalists. The claim could not be independently verified. All right. So but they showed a growing divide division within the SDF between various factions. All right. So that's Syrian President Bashar Assad and Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi have leaned on the ethnic tensions between Arabs and Kurds to further divide the group and ensure greater conflict among the U.S.-backed coalition. You know, the U.S. backs it up, ensure the all right. The clashes pitted members of the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces, known as SDF, against its former ally, the Arab-led Dir al-Zura Military Council and some regional Arab tribesmen who had sided with them. See what I'm saying? It's a division. The Assad government and Iran want to portray the violence in ethnic terms, Kurd versus Arab, to to exacerbate the situation, which is both problematic and inaccurate. Sinem Shirkini Mohammed, chief of the mission of the Syrian Democratic Council in Washington, D.C., told news sources this is not an ethnic issue. Koala's forces will play into the hands of ISIS and empower ISIS forces operating in that 
particular region to attack the SDF, all right, the Syrian Democratic Council. As well, she insisted this is a dangerous situation which could spiral out of control and destabilize the only region of Syria that is safe and stable, referring to the area as Deir el-Zur, where the SDF has established its various bases. All right, they got a lot of property and things over there. David Adisnik, senior fellow specializing in the Syria at the Foundation of the Defense of Democracy, Democracies, argued that the conflict exposes Assad's desperation to drive the U.S. out of the region, as there is less violence now than at the height of the war. But the deprivation is greater than ever, with regime insiders plundering the country for everything they can get their hands on. The protest should remind us that Assad's supposed victory in Syrian civil war is a hollow one. A, a desnik argued the regime survives thanks to narco-trafficking, Iranian oil, and the Russian Air Force. The U.S. military is right to be concerned. All right, hold on. This is a statement. I don't want to jump on that statement. So the protest should remind us that the Assad's that Assad's supposed victory in Syrian civil war is a hollow one. Adesnik argued the re the the regime survives thanks narco trafficking, thanks to the narco trafficking. All right, the regime survives because of the Iranian oil and the Russian air forces. See, I'm like I'm good at breaking this down for everybody to understand what's going on. I could do this in my sleep and shit. You see what I'm saying? I know how to do podcasting and stuff like that. That's why I'm breaking it down for you, all right? I could I could keep on doing it and shit like that. Hold up. I fucked it up just a little bit. I don't wanna jump on a on a whole nother subject. You know what I'm saying? I got Apple products, all right? So, U.S. warns of ISIS returning as critics accuse Syria's Assad of steering up, you know, the nigga is um, um, instigating ethnic tensions, all right? The U.S. military officials have called for an end to the escalating civil war in Syria, over concerns that it could lead to a resurgence of ISIS, all right? Here's another problem that's boiling up, all right? While critics accuse some regional leaders, including those in Iran, of leaning on ethnic tensions to drive the fighting, operations inherent resolve continues to closely monitor the events in Northeast Syria combined joint task force operation inherent resolve wrote in the statement on Thursday using the Arabic the Arabic the Arabic acronym called Daesh to refer to ISIS the statement continued we remain focused on working with the Syrian defense forces to ensure the enduring defeat of Daesh in support of regional security and stability Distractions from this critical work create instability and increase the risk of Daesh resurgence. You see, the violence in the northeast Syria must cease, 
and the effort returned to creating peace and stability in northeast Syria, free from the threat of Daesh. Fighting between rival groups in East Syria broke out on Monday, leaving at least 40 people dead and a dozens wounded. Fighting continued on Thursday with clashes along the border with Iraq as both sides looked to bring in reinforcements. The Associated Press reported that the Syrian Democratic Forces, SDF, dismissed Ahmad Kabil, better known as Abu Kuala or Kuala, and arrested him on a number of charges related to multiple crimes and violations, including drug trafficking. Kabil was also removed over coordination with external entities hostile to the revolution, apparently a reference to his purported contacts with the Syrian government in Damascus and its Iranian and Russian allies, a news outlet. Associated with Koala issued a statement Sunday claiming that the Kurdish security forces shut down the office and detained journalists. The claims could not be independently verified, but they show a growing divide within the SDF between various factions. Syrian President Bashar Assad and Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi have leaned on the ethnic tensions between Arabs and the Kurds to further divide the group and ensure greater conflict among the U.S.-backed coalition. The clashes pitted members of the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces against its former ally, the Arab-led Deir al-Zur Military Council and some regional Arab tribesmen who had sided with them. Okay? Is divided. The Assad government and Iran want to portray the violence to within. All right, let me say that again. The Assad government and Iran want to portray the violence in ethnic terms. Kurd versus Arab. To exacerbate the situation, which is both problematic and inaccurate. Sinam Shukani Mohammed chief of the mission of the Syrian Democratic Council in Washington, D.C., told news sources this is not an ethnic issue. Kuala's forces will play into the hands of ISIS and empower ISIS forces operating in the region to attack the SDF as well, she insisted. This is a dangerous situation which could spiral out of control and destabilize the only region in Syria that is safe and stable, referring to the area as Deir al-Zur, where the SDF has established its various bases. I'm just giving you the scoop so you can understand the situation that's deteriorating in that particular region, all right? So, like, America is losing some of its... um key operation forward bases that they use to like you know gain resources and sources and gain you understand what i'm saying i gotta break it down for the people so they can understand the politics and the fucking games that's being played and shit you know what i'm saying i gotta do it i'm doing it for you i'm the only one that can do it they can't do it like me you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry if I had to break off the story and get to my goddamn platform, which is called Thinking Out Loud with Benz Pharrell and another platform called Box Benji, because that's what I represent. 
I represent intelligence, nigga. I'm telling you something so you can know what's going on, what you could know that your um, local representative and the goddamn legislation office, they could play games with the laws that got to do with this country called America. You see what I'm saying? And there's situations where America is benefits from. And I'm telling you the situation that's going on over there and doggone in the area of Iran, uh, the Turkish, uh, uh, the Iranian president, Bashad. What else? I don't even want to break that, that whole thing. The Syrian Democratic Forces. You see what I'm saying? And then you got the other, you got other little groups over there that's um, sided with the ISIS or the Daesh, whatever you want to call that right there. You get what I'm saying? I just break it down for you. So, you know, the little places that the U.S. forces and U.S. representatives that's over there, that's dealing with the America's business and stuff like that, and whatever little business that they got going on over there in those regions where they're gaining um, sources, or resources, and resources, when I say resources and sources, I'm talking about money. You see what I'm saying? So, all right, for you, for the those that understand algebra, algebraic terms, resources is money. Everybody know that, all right? Every sane person know that. So, since I broke that down, all right, America got a little business over there and shit like that. And they don't want the goddamn ISIS to come over there and disturb what they got going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who's in charge of those business. And I don't know where that money, whose pocket is going into. But I'm breaking it down for you so you can make an understanding of it. Do you dig what I'm saying? Moving along, I'm going to give you another one. This is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben's Pharrell. Yes, sir. All right. Teen kill, adult wounded in a shooting outside a Louisiana high school football game. A 16-year-old was killed and a 28-year-old was wounded on a Friday night shooting at a school sporting event in Louisiana. The shooting took place outside a West Baton Rouge school district stadium during a game between... Port Allen High School and Bruseley High School. We are deeply saddened by the shooting that took place at the Port Allen High School, Bruseley High School football game on Friday night. The West Baton Rouge School Board wrote in a statement following the tragedy, our first priorities at this time are to assist the family of the student who died and all our students and to assist the West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office in its investigation. Although we had extra security at this game, it ended in a tragic incident. At this time, we ask for prayers for all that's involved. We will have crisis teams ready to talk with and, uh, and assist our students at our high schools when classes resume on Tuesday morning. And while we do not expect any problems at the school, we will have an increased security presence at schools for the coming period. The 16-year-old victim was shot in the head and taken to the hospital where he later died from his wounds. And then a 28-year-old victim was shot in the arm. The victims have not yet been identified beyond their ages. We have 
ongoing programs in our schools that teach students ways to resolve, resolve disputes with their peers. We will redouble those efforts and work with the sheriff's office, district attorney's office, and others in the coming months to teach our students that violence destroys many people's lives. And Superintendent Chandler Smith, he added, our prayers are with everyone touched by this tragedy. In times like this, our entire community grieves, but by lo loving and supporting each other, we will get through it. Officials ended the game at halftime after the incident, moving bystanders out of the area as medics and law enforcement arrive at the scene. The investigation is ongoing and the suspect has not yet been identified. All right. So I don't even know the details of what happened, what caused the shooting. Was there a fight um, that broke out? Uh, it probably was a fight that broke out. And then there was a 28-year-old victim that got shot in the arm. And then there was one kid that got shot in the head and he died and stuff, which is crazy as fuck. And, like, people with these guns and stuff, I don't even understand. Like, and then, and then, like I said time and time again, like, if you have a gun in your person, a gun in your pocket or whatever, and then you get into an argument and... Um, I know there's people I know there's people actually that walk outside with their gun concealed they got a concealed license and stuff like that and I know people that do get into arguments and stuff like that but or if they even get into a physical confrontation I done seen it with my own eyes before you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to make people look stupid but I am trying to make people look stupid because there are stupid people out there because I didn't see people. They got a gun. I know the person got a gun. I seen a business owner. He got into a physical confrontation. But guess what? He never one time pulled that gun out. He fought the person. He probably got his ass a little beat up a little bit. But guess what? He fought the person. He never one time went into his waistband to pull out the gun. Because the person that was fighting him that didn't pull out a gun. He ain't pull out no weapons. Or anything, they just got into a physical confrontation and they fight. They scrapped it out and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one incident that I could re recollect in my mind. And then there's other incidents where I know a person got a gun in his pocket, but he never pulled it out. He fought the person graciously. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, people, like, there's some people, they don't need to have a gun because they don't know how to resolve a dispute. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said they need to have a protocol on who can um, inquire a weapon, a gun, or a handgun. You see what I'm saying? I don't think a civilian, the civilian, uh, the public, needs to inquire assault rifles or a heavy machine, high-powered rifle. I don't think no citizen needs that. You see what I'm saying? Like, that has to go. But how are you going to get those high-power rifles out of our fucking communities? That's like a very hard task to even deal with. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, a person that's getting into a dispute and that's quick to pull out a gun, that person right there is a, fair, is a scary person. And that person don't need to be having a weapon. I'm just saying. 
yo, felon or not felon. There's people that's this. Um, the Second Amendment is a very sensitive topic to even talk about because there's a lot of people that's gonna disagree. There's gonna there's gonna be a lot of people that agree and stuff like that. And we gotta find a common ground for a common fucking problem. All right. So I'm gonna end this right here short. All right. This is your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji, B O X B E N J I. All right, you type that in the search engine. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok. There's other platforms that I be on, but the the um, TikTok and Instagram is where I most be active on. All right, I definitely be active on TikTok. All right. If you just want to get straight to the scoop, you go straight to the TikTok. But you got to go to the Instagram, too, because it goes hand in hand. There's different contents. I post different content on the ground, and then I post different content on the um, TikTok, all right? But the TikTok is more like mainstream. And then the Instagram is more like, whoa, shit, did, what the hell did I just seen here? You see what I'm saying? So I post different content in both platforms, all right? So I'm going to talk to you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Home. It's the home night. Going to turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Going to turn it up, please. I'm in love with Harlem nights, party at the bodega. 